Hello everybody and welcome back to the Sovereign Projector podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. Um, My name is Heather and I am an evolutionary astrology and human design reader and teacher from Melbourne, Australia. But today I am coming at you live from a beautiful park out the front, well I guess like waterfront um, in Cairns in the tropical far north of Australia essentially right near that tip top Um, because this previous week I put all of my well a good chunk of my furniture that which I didn't get rid of um, into storage like into these little storage unit thingies that was a whole adventure in itself but we got there Um, and moved a bunch of my other stuff back to my parents house because what a parent's house is for, but continuously just storing your belongings when you decide adult life is not really working for you. Um, and took my kitty cat Giselle to be babysat at her auntie's house, my my um, younger sister's house, for the next at least four or five months while I am going to travel Australia and just remember what it means to be young and free and enjoying life. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm coming to tapping at you today from. Um, I wasn't actually going to record anything today for this week because I, yep, this week's been very busy, obviously, with with moving. Um, yeah, moving houses is never fun and easy. But honestly, I don't know about you guys, but I've just been having like the deepest sense of like heart open peace and simpleness and just knowing that everything is exactly how it's supposed to be this entire like week week and a half and I was never actually super stressed like moving is always such a stressful time for me and if you've been following for a while I move houses a lot um yeah I don't even want to add up what it's been now since 2016 um I think this would be probably about the 11th or 12th time I've moved out of a house uh, since then. So, yeah, it's usually really stressful, but for whatever reason, I just have felt so relaxed, so chill, just so at peace. Um, and it didn't really hit me that, like, I'm not going to be going, I guess, quote-unquote, home for the next five months. We will see what happens. I really only have plans for the next two weeks because I have a pretty busy two weeks of work. So I'm going to be staying in Cairns because I know I can get reliable Wi-Fi here um, for one thing. And yeah, I do have both classes that I'm teaching at the moment. I'm teaching my human design reader training and I'm teaching my evolutionary astrology reader training at the moment. And I'm still seeing clients as well. Um, Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's just like take the first two weeks to be somewhere um, and then we'll decide where we're going from here. I can't wait to go to Uluru. I've never been. I've tried to go like two, three times before, but something has always got in the way and I wasn't able to go. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, What am I even talking about? But yeah, okay. So I wasn't going to record anything and I had a couple of ideas for what I was going to record about, but then I don't know whatever these downloads just came through so hard and strong and I was like... I really want to record a podcast about this and it has come up in a couple of client sessions over the last week. So I feel like a lot of people listening will resonate with this very deeply because I feel like if you are here, if you are tuning into this, if you are on this frequency that we are riding right now, 
that has led you to my work in whatever way, shape or form, then it's quite likely that what we're going to speak about will resonate with you very deeply. Um, Yeah, if you don't like episodes where I go super out there, then, well, whatever. What are you even doing here? Because, yeah, I'm, yeah, whatever. Anyway, so we're speaking about this serious solar portal, um, Stargate portal, and what I'm, how I'm experiencing that, how you might be experiencing that, how we're experiencing experiencing that on a collective level how you can work actively with it not that you need to um, really do much to work actively with it just like an open and clear auric field um, and willingness to receive and be a beacon of light as I know that you all already have Um, this portal is essentially what the mechanics of it is is that the star Sirius the star system Sirius um, rises with the sun right so that's why it's the serious solar portal rises with the sun for a 40-day period portal um from now i believe the dates are july 3rd to august 11. so this is known as well i'm not sure if the entire period is referred to as the um serious sun portal but this is a hugely potent energetic portal time especially for those of us who do have connections to the serious star system those star seeds and light beings and light workers who do have that connection to Sirius and if you're not sure then I'm going to share a little bit about Sirius um and that that what can you call it like a race of of star beings light beings I guess um you could refer to it as but yeah whatever um And you can see if you kind of resonate with it. So Sirius as a, you know, collection of beings. um, And if if you do have this, this like either one or many lifetimes with with the Syrian collective, um, they're very connected to ancient Lemuria. So I believe I may have spoken about ancient Lemuria on here before. Um, But then again, I may not have because I forget what I speak about here and what I speak about with my clients and what I speak about with my classes, etc. So I'll speak a little bit about it. But ancient Lemuria is an ancient civilization um, before and during the time of Atlantis too, uh, if we wanted to put it into linear time. But, you know, I guess it's also because time is just like a complete illusion and completely quantum. It's also simultaneously existing right now. Um, but this is, I mean, in terms of dates, I've heard anywhere from like hundreds and thousands of years ago to millions of years ago to, you know, just like 30,000 years ago that ancient Lemuria was in existence. So, you know, I typically feel like 50 to 60,000 like human years ago. But then again, I have no idea that this civilization was was in existence. And so Syrians have a very um, deep connection to Lemuria. And often if you have, if you know you have past lives in Lemuria, then you will also um, more than likely have had past lives in Sirius or some sort of connection to the Sirius star family um, because it was Syrian beings who seeded, helped seed with many other like star families seeded the I guess the beings that that incarnated in Lemuria in Lemuria like in that ancient civilization at at the beginning of that civilization right so um 
they are intimately connected and this is the the past life past lives where you would you know it was very blue we lived in the ocean so there was mermaids um in lemuria same as sirius if you have past life memories of you know swimming through the ocean and you're like what was i a mermaid but mermaids aren't real etc etc right no that is a legitimate past life memory um i remember like before i got very deep into this work but was just like really doing past life regressions on YouTube because I was curious um, but didn't really know anything about like ancient civilizations or anything right it was probably the fact that you know I was trying to see past lives where I was like a cool witch or I don't know something that that made sense to my human mind but every time I did, did these like you know YouTube past life regressions all I ever saw was me mermaids swimming next to dolphins like blue water like just and just these sensations of peace kind of thing and it was actually through seeing that over and over again in regression that led me to googling you know past life as a mermaid um what is that and and discovering um Sirius and and the Lemurian link and all of these you know, ancient civilizations that we never get taught about in history because they don't want you, you know, we're, we're conditioned to think of ancient humans as Neanderthals and stupid, whereas really they were extraordinarily technologically and spiritually advanced and evolved, evolved and much more spiritually advanced and evolved than we were. Um, we are. Uh, but, but of course it is, it is things that happened in those civilizations that would wake humanity up to their power and just how much, you know, creation power and potential that we all have within our human DNA, right? And the powers that be, those who design the education system and design the history, um, what, like lesson plan, I guess, they don't want you to know that. They don't want your kids to know that. So, of course, they don't teach that. Of course, you, they say that, like, modern man is the most evolved species that has ever walked the earth. Um, and, you know, we've come so far from the caveman days and blah, 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 blah. Uh, no. <laughs> Not true. Um, okay. So, yeah, it's quite likely that if you do have these connections um, or feel a connection, right, to to these planets, to these these um, different frequencies. And I'm going to speak about the frequency of Sirius um, and Lemuria too in a moment. Uh, then it's quite likely that you do have a connection there. And I've always known that, you know, I am a Syrian being. And we know from my dear friend, Sersha Clare, um, who was on the podcast ages ago, probably close to a year ago now, uh, she is the Starseed coach and she created and downloaded this um the Starchetype system which is like a um, resource for Starseeds to instead of getting trapped in wondering like where am I from which like star system am I from what's my star ancestry and whatever instead to focus on actually anchoring your mission because it doesn't matter where you're from that's a that's like a distraction that stops us from doing the actual like Starseed work right Yes, we understand that, but still, once I once I have integrated that, right, it's also really interesting for me and 
to just like know and connect to that star family and and what resides within my DNA and and my lineage kind of thing. And I've always known that I do have this major connection to the Sirius star family. Um, I mean, just for starters, when you so in your astrology chart, you can. Um, put the fixed stars, right? So Antares, Sirius, uh, Pleiades, all of these fixed stars, which are diff- always, often connected to different starseed um, families kind of thing, starseed lineages, you can get them up on your birth chart on astro.com. Um, and when I do that for Sirius, it is conjunct my IC. My IC is in Cancer, and I believe it's 12, 12 or 13 degrees of Cancer. Um, and the IC in astrology is our line, is like the line that represents our lineage and our family and our ancestry and where we come from, our home and family. So I've just always known and had that connection there. Um, the frequency that uh, Syrians are hyper-concerned with is that of authenticity. So this is why... Um, like a lot of serious energy is so potent and being felt on the earth right now. I would say the two most active star families right now um, at this precise moment in time, or maybe three would be the Palladians, right? Because that's divine, unconditional love. That is the heart chakra. That is just like pure innocence. And when I say innocence, I don't mean like this idea of innocence that we have, but innocence in the sense that you haven't been burdened and bitten, bitted, bitted, made bitter, um, by anything that's not love, right? Palladian starseeds are often very shook by 3D Earth and the fact that people can treat people how the way that they do. Um, so there's that. And then Sirius, which is mostly all about like authentic expression, the throat chakra, which we're going to speak about in a second. Um, yeah, just authenticity, individuality, not following the crowd, um, doing your own thing. Of course, we need that so much right now because... It is this this desire to fit in and this fear of standing out that that essentially leads humanity down all the dark paths humanity has ever gone down, um, and 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 can go down, you know, uh, because it's that fear of of shining your true light and and speaking truth, right, and rather just accepting what we're told and doing as we're told and and bowing down to authority essentially. Okay, so that, and then also the Arcturians, who I don't know much about, but I know a lot of people, like, channel them right now, um, and I've never felt super drawn to that message, but clearly, if, if a lot of people are channeling the, them right now, then I guess, obviously, they they are also playing a huge role in the collective um, consciousness evolution that is happening right now as well. So, Sirius and the throat chakra, yes, it is the, like, Sirius star beings um, will often incarnate with throat chakra blockages, um, not that, like, a lot of humanity doesn't have this, but it will be a really important lesson, something that they feel is going to be uh, massive in their life journey, right, is learning how to speak their truth, how to express what is true for them feeling a block and um yeah I definitely see this with a lot of clients 
um, and and people that I work with, right, there's this fear of, of saying what's true because we've done it in past lives and it hasn't been safe because these messages that we are seeking to convey, you know, this radical concept of divine love and self-sovereignty and autonomy, right, is, is just... Um, accepted, rejected, the idea that that humanity contains everything it needs to heal, the idea that uh, you are not a victim to circumstance, that you are, you know, in the driver's seat of your own life and you have the power, the sovereign power to create the life that you desire. Um, it's, it's not a message that is kindly taken, right, by the darker forces that, that are governing well, are trying to govern, we'll say, humanity right now and, you know, for the last couple of thousand-plus years, there's an aeroplane going over. Hopefully that's not too distracting and too loud. It'll be done in a second. Um, It is a little bit distracting for me as we're just, like, speaking about, you know, these very multidimensional things and then it's like, huh, oh, yeah, Earth, what's that doing here? Okay, anyway, um... So, yeah, there's often going to be this really powerful and potent. It's like, and of course, you know, they want those darker forces. They will try and like amplify the idea of of a blocked throat chakra. And this is what I see so much in the healing community that I speak out against because it really pees me off when we start to use these concepts of things like, oh, I have a blocked throat or I have like solar plexus problems or I have like sacral problems, whatever, as an excuse for not doing what we are here to do. And so, yeah, sure, okay, you have a, blo- a blocked throat chakra because of like in past lives, it was unsafe for you to speak your truth, but how is that any excuse um, to continuously avoid doing the work in this lifetime? And if you want that excuse, fine, take that excuse, but, but like, don't come crying to me that like your life is still exactly the same as it was three years ago and you're over it right we can have that awareness of of knowing that we do have these issues whether it is you know with the throat chakra whatever it is and then we have to actually take the next step and make a conscious choice where it's like i'm not gonna i'm not going to put up with this shit shit anymore i'm not going to use this idea of of you know it being unsafe for me to speak as a reason for me to not speak anymore if that is something that you are here to do and anchor in and this is a huge piece and part of what this syrian solar portal is it is a real it has a real I don't give a fuck what you think about me vibration to it because that is a huge part of this serious star codes, right? It's, it is the sacred rebel, right? Shout out my, um, my uh, one-on-one immersive month-long pa- packages <laughs> called the sacred rebel um, immersion, but that's exactly what it is. That is this, the Syrian message is, and that is the light that's streaming forward right now is this like, okay, you can get hyper caught up in in trying to fit in um but the more people that do that you know the more we'll just see the same patterns playing out over and over again and versus the more people that can take on and absorb and integrate that attitude of i really don't care what you think of me you know um even though it's triggering my past lives as like you know being burnt at the stake when i talk about you know astrology or when i share an opinion that that goes against the collective or i share about universal love and people are like oh you're bypassing or whatever it is 
you know, or or your um, yeah. But what about this person who can't universally love or whatever it is, right? All of these stories um, that that victim consciousness will try and keep us tied to. There are so many things. Um, Instagram is just like this hilarious playground right now of everybody just being offended by everything, right? Because there's there's so much power in being offended. But at the moment, it's like okay, yes, that exists, and you can hyper get hyper concerned with managing how your message is received and making sure you don't annoy anyone or like piss anyone off or offend anyone or whatever but there will always be people who are offended and that's okay and I'm sure a lot of people are offended by me saying this me saying that you like letting your blocked throat chakra rule your life um is is you know your choice right and that's okay um and that is a lot of the light frequency that's coming through right now is that sensation of like, oh, God, look at how much time I've wasted and how much energy, too, that I've wasted trying to micromanage what other people think of me. And all of a sudden, these people that are in your life that you maybe thought like, oh, yeah, but what, what will this person say if I like step into my purpose as a, you know, anchor of sovereign truths or whatever it is that you're feeling, right? What will this person say? What will mum say? What will my auntie Shazza say? What will, you know, my old mate grumpy Jim think if I start talking about um, these these spiritual concepts or whatever uh, and, and, you know, claim that as my career path or claim that as my, you know, life purpose or whatever it is or whatever it is that you have whatever part of your authenticity that you have held yourself back from out of fear of how the group, right, the group think will react, respond, um, there's a whole new level and this will continue to be available to us over the next 40 days as as these light codes do continue to stream in of just, yep, whatever. Like, And so what if that person says something? Almost like like that, that Syrian sacred, sacred rebel of like bring it on, you know? Like it's your authenticity is going to be the most triggering thing that you will ever do because it it makes people face all the ways that they're not authentic, right? So unlike the Palladian star energy, which is that divine unconditional love, right? Syrian energy is triggering, right? It, it will stand up and it will speak and it will not like argue, um, but it will raise its voice if it needs to with love, right? It's all anchored in love. It's not like that ladies, which is just like, you know, total forgiveness and whatever. Um, all those beautiful things, uh, which which we do need as well. And we do have definite star beings and star families who are anchoring those frequencies as well. And it's quite likely you're doing both, right? I definitely have both in my DNA and like have days where I'm like, I got a fight today. Um, other days where I'm just like floating around on a cloud of like Palladian unconditional love and it's just beautiful. But yeah, those that those Syrian frequencies will stir things up. They'll stir people up. They will provoke. Um, but the purpose of the provoke, provocation is never to never to cause an argument, right? It's it's it has the intention of causing an internal argument for that person so that they can see all the ways that their ego is out of uh, harmony and, and balance with their soul, with their heart, with with that part of them that is plugged into divine universal love. Um, because, you know, I speak about this a lot, but there is nothing wrong with the ego. It is only when it is out of alignment 
with the soul, with the self, with the true self, that it begins to cause problems because the ego is trying to protect us from feeling um, the amount of love and and everything that is that is present within the heart, within the soul, and it is the marrying of those two um, those two things that that is true alchemy, right? The the combination of those two, like the ego and and the soul. Um, bringing those two together that is that is really what we're doing right here right now right individuality and collectivity we cannot just become collective um we have to embrace authenticity and individuality first because when you skip that step you move into the group think um you know all is all is love um and we've we have bypassed right the the very real um unique frequencies uh, and and life stories and soul stories of all the individuals that make up that collective. Okay, wow, that was a lot. Let's see where we're at to on my notes. Hmm. Okay, one more piece on the throat, right? So when it comes to, you know, doing light work or whatever it is, you know, anchoring new frequencies into this planet Earth so that we can guide Gaia and our fellow humanity which we love so much um two organic timelines of evolution over these uh AI (laughs) timelines of evolution for example and just all the false timelines that we see um popping up all over the place right now a huge part of that is okay so a lot of us are really good at channeling that into our bodies right whether it's through our crown chakra our ajna um receiving these messages of divine love of healing of whatever it is but in order to actually activate and um, anchor those frequencies into the world we need to use the throat because the throat being the center of manifestation in human design it's where things become real and tangible in a 3d way so it is obviously a huge thing and and so beneficial to uh, realize and have these conscious realizations of the fact that we are all one. I am totally safe. You know, um, I am an infinite human being, like sovereign creator of my reality, and I, I can create anything I want and all of these beautiful things. It's one thing to like read it in a book or have someone say it to you or like have it come in, you know, channel in some way through the crown chakra, through the Ajna chakra. But in order to truly uh, bring that into the 3D reality and and activate that for the collective in the unique way that you are here to, we need to uh, be faced with an opportunity, right, in our everyday life, in our 3D reality, where we have two choices. One choice would be to um, act in the way we've always acted, you know, respond, react emotionally, triggered kind of thing. And Please note when I say these things, I am not perfect. It is something I'm actively working on every single day, right? So, yeah, definitely not perfect at this. But so there's that first choice, right? The second choice is to bring this new awareness that we have been shown, been guided towards, and take a breath before we react and instead be like, you know, ask ourselves, like, what would love do? Um if I remembered that this person, you know, let's say this person who's who's pissed me off right now is also a uh, divine, um, you know, embodiment of, of pure universal love and they are also just like acting from their ego and trying to protect themselves, trying to protect themselves, so- souls 
or acting in a way because they don't feel safe or whatever it is, um, then what would I do? How would I react right now? How would I respond right now? Would I just, you know, smile and walk away? Would I um, give them a hug? You know, would I, you know, if, it, if it's safe to do so, would I uh, just say, you know, thank you for sharing your opinion. Um, I don't agree, but that's okay. You know, what What would I do from that higher perspective? And it's, it's when we and or maybe it is right. Maybe it is actually. I would love right now. Would set a boundary. Love right now. Would say, leave me the fuck alone. Never come near me again. Because um, love, again, like that that Syrian love, it can be feisty when it needs to be. Okay, in order to express my authentic will and needs, um, I can't just like roll over in complete you know, divine forgiveness all the time because I'm still a unique being who has unique needs and I need to protect myself, right? So sometimes it will be setting a boundary, right? So that's something really important to keep in mind because that is when, it's when you do that time, when you use the voice to say, nope, not now, not today, mister. Um, Or, you know, use the voice to say, whew, I would usually scream my guts out at you right now, but instead I'm just going to say, you know, thank you for expressing your opinion. Um, You know, I understand why you feel that way but I don't feel the same whatever it is that is when that is the moment that you anchor that new frequency into reality via the throat chakra it becomes real and it becomes true not only for you it becomes a code that you can access at any time but it becomes a code that anybody who's tuning into your frequency the little quantum field that you create called your aura can access at any single time okay I'm going to leave it there. There's probably so much more I could talk about, but I love you so much. I'll talk to you next week. And yeah, my Instagram and all that uh, will be in the show notes. It's just at Astrology on Instagram. My website uh, labels all the ways you can work with me and I'll talk to you soon.